Yo, are you thinking about starting your own podcast? It's really easy to do. All you need is anchor.fm. That's where I host my podcast. And let me tell you why. Because number one, it's free. Number two, there are tools that they have on their website or in the app that doesn't crash on me all the time like the other hosting service I was using. You can do it right from your phone or your computer. They distribute it for you to Spotify, Apple, Google, lots more. And you can make money. Hello. And you don't have to have a minimum listenership. So even if you're small potatoes like me, you're just getting started. You can make money right now. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yes, I think the music machine could take a question. Okay. <laughs> this Spectacular? Colossal? Yeah, um... A terrific question. Yeah, and I think you're going to like what will come out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show the show, got to know. We do live for radio. Say it again, in case you slow. It's true. to Troy to show and today I have an interview with OMF Posse for you the group based out of San Francisco California and they are originally from Brooklyn New York they're people that, that came up during the the onset of hip-hop in New York in the 1970s and 80s so that was pretty cool to get to talk with them about that and in case you're wondering about the heavy breathing I have <laughs> a special guest here with me right now as well for the intro What's what's up with you? Hey. Hey, what's your deal? <laughs> All right. And you enjoying the show so far? Uh-huh. All right, cool. If you're going to be in the San Francisco area tomorrow, June 19th, for Juneteenth, they're having an outdoor music festival um, where you can catch OMF Posse. Definitely go check them out there if you're able to in the area. I understand it's the first event they've had outdoors uh, in, a, you know, in a group setting for a long time since they were hit so bad with COVID in that area, so it should be a big celebration, but definitely go check them out there tomorrow, June 19th, in San Francisco. Other than that, I just want to say happy Juneteenth to everybody. It's the uh, first year that the U.S. government has recognized it as a federal holiday, so that's awesome. So everyone celebrate and be safe out there. Why don't you take us out there, buddy? Wow! Alright, so you're you're on the west coast. Uh, that's cool. Everyone I've talked to on the west coast, uh, nah, y'all are crazy. <laughs> just they're all just uh, like characters. They're all characters. Uh, Everyone I talk to from the west coast is a character. You know. Oh well, I'm not a character. Well, I guess you could call me a character. It's not a bad but thing. I, um 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 uh, um um. I live in San Francisco, but I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up in the heck of hip-hop. So, yeah, I'm from, yeah, we got a little twisted in us, too. So, 
it's not no different. We just a little twisted more than it is in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. It's yeah, all fun. Way. It's right. not not personal. It's just fun. Anyway. Yeah. But no, my aunt, yeah, my aunt lived in San Francisco most of my life, and it's mm-hmm. a cool, it's a cool city. Like, there's cool. a lot, there's a lot going on there. I can see how it's it'd be so like now. It's what? It's so how everything is shut down here because of the coronavirus and the homeless problem. Right. It's, a, it's a major issue here. I've so, heard that you know, like California not, in not, general. Not, it's not nothing that's nice. It's not nice like it used to be. Tourists. Yeah. The tourist people ain't gonna come here, but everything is just like a ghost town here. It's like a war zone out here. Wow. You wouldn't want to come here, I'm telling you. They just opening up stuff up here um, this month, and it's still, they, the homeless problem is so bad here. Yeah, because the, the, the cost of living is so high. And but it's bad like that here. This is, we got the worst homeless problem before the coronavirus. Right, it's right. Because of the coronavirus, San Francisco have the worst homeless problem in America. San Francisco okay. does? San Francisco really? have the worst homeless problem in America. Wow. They still haven't been able to house these people. These people are out on the street, you understand, just taking up the street. That's how okay. bad it is here. You can't even yeah. walk down the street. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's you got cats all over. You can't. You have to walk in the street. Regular people got to walk in the street. Yeah, people are sleeping there. Terrible. The yeah, it's got bad. And the coronavirus, like you said, made it even worse. Right. That's. But that's it was worse thing. before. But it was a jungle here before that. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I saw a video not too long ago of, uh, it was a certain area of Philadelphia that's, like, known for basically just having, like, a huge homeless population. And it was, you know, post-coronavirus, but it was, like, just just so many people in, like, the middle of the day sleeping on the sidewalks, people, like, burning trash cans. There was, like, a couple stores that were open, like, there was, like, a Verizon store, I think, and, like, a, a, a little gas station, a bodega, whatever. But, like, everything else is, like, you know, like you said, a ghost town. Like, abandoned windows were smashed in. Yep. I didn't they, that's how it looks right here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. All the places, like, Fisherman's Wharf was one of the biggest tourist attractions here. It mm-hmm. is all boarded up. All the restaurants. You know what's crazy? Games and stuff like that. Go to the aquarium and stuff like that. Watch, uh, you know, uh, carnival shows. They had it right there in the middle of the... You know what I'm saying? That is gone. It is all boarded. It's fenced up. Wow. Wow. They ain't got it's, nothing but, they ain't got nothing but, uh, in and out. All the good restaurants. You remember all the good restaurants we used to? Man, it's yeah. so close. Man, it's That's so Yeah, like, I, I mean, um, I forgot what I was going to say, but <laughs> that's terrible. Like, are you a political type person? Like, are you into politics at all? Well, no, I'm not really a politician, but I ha- I like to speak like I like I have um, I speak on it, but I'm not a po- what you mean politics as far as well. I mean, like like speak on it. Do I do I speak on it? Do I have opinion on it? Oh, what, yeah. what you mean? Yeah, because yeah, that's what I mean. That's what, like oh yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not in no I'm not po- political. No, 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 not that kind of political. No, I uh, I don't believe you know um 
Uh, I don't I don't trust neither one of them really. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're talking about the political parties. Yeah, no, no, that's, that's no, not no. what I mean. That's not what Oh, I mean. what you mean? What's I mean, mean like yeah. you're into like social issues, like you oh know, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I'm from that. I'm positive. from that generation. I'm from I mean, that generation. I'm a '60s baby. I was, I was, I was, I was around when Martin was having his dream. So yeah, oh yeah, definitely. You said '60s. Definitely, definitely. Social contact. Social contact. Yeah, I was born in '60s. I was born in 1960. Okay. Okay. You know, it's funny, it's like talking to you is weird because um, you said you grew up in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. You sound a lot like my grandfather, um, not like because of the age thing, but because he grew up in the Bronx. And uh, I don't know, it's it's like your accent is very similar. But yeah. um, it's kind of trippy. Uh, but yeah, the reason I asked is because like you, you talk about stuff like that, like the homeless problem in San Francisco. And it seems like we're in the richest country in the world, right? It seems so avoidable. And then the, the stark contrast to me is, like, I'm in Louisiana. Our numbers are comparatively low, like, coronavirus-wise. We, although New Orleans has, got hit really bad at first, now they're all, like, pretty much opening back up. Where I live is more rural. Everything's been open for, like, three months. People have been going out and going to church, like, big those big mass churches. People have been going to, like, parties with no masks on for, like, six months now, maybe longer. And that doesn't help our numbers, but people will hear so, like, you know, oh, they want you to wear a mask, and it's a, you know, Joe Biden's a pedophile and all this stuff. It's, it's like, so they just don't want to listen, and I guess it's just because there's not that many people here population-wise. It hasn't been as bad. But I have friends in California that have told me how the morgues are full, the, the hospitals are full, and I just can't believe it. It's like, you know, how one part can be like that, and we're just over here partying. This is Like I said, it's a different time. You understand? Mm. Everybody just go, 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 just go, anything goes. You understand? It's a different generation, like I said. You know what I'm saying? I come from, like, a different generation, like you said. And social issues, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, I've spoken about that. That's about what I have on my show. I talk about that. And okay. we come from that. You know what I'm saying? I'm Brooklyn, like I said. I'm from New York. And that's the kind of stuff. And you know how we are. You know, we yeah. speak of weird social issues and stuff like that. We talk about that in our rap. And I talk right. about it in our, uh, in our, in, from the beginning because that's what started hip-hop. We right. got that. The social issues, you understand? The struggles and the pain. You understand, know and everything we went through, that was hip-hop. You understand me? You oh, yeah. understand? So, yeah, uh, times have changed. People just do anything, just anything goes now because yeah. they just follow the trend. Ain't nobody's a leader no more. That's another thing. You want to talk about the difference? We're not leaders no more. We followers. Yeah. We don't belong. We don't want to stand for nothing like you said. We don't right. want to stand for like we these people that for everything. We just fall for everything. We just gave up, like you said. Man. <laughs> yeah. We just it's just fuck, man. It's just sad. Man. Yeah. And you know, I'm and I hate to, like, you know, I hate to. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, I was saying, like, I, I hate to take myself as, as old and, and you start talking about, like, you know, back in my day or whatever, but I grew up, I was born in 1980. So I kind of, like, caught the heels of the, the hip hop thing, right? 
I wasn't in New York. I was in Denver, Colorado. Big difference, of course. But, like, you know, now I live in Louisiana. And just from the time I well, the time I was born until now, there's a huge difference in how people are. Like, for example, 9-11 happened, right? Uh, yeah. There's, like, 3,000 people that died. Everybody yeah. was just in shock. Everybody cried. It was like the whole nation was, like, shut down in the morning for weeks, months even. And then now you have, I don't even know what the numbers are now, 300,000, 500,000 Americans died from coronavirus. It's like nobody gives a shit. More than that. <laughs> yeah. It's more, it's more than that. That was it's just crazy. the start. That was just, that was the amount that died when it first hit. Yeah. We done had over 600,000, almost a million people that died from that coronavirus. Since right. It happened. It's more than that, three hundred thousand. That's what was died. I'm a, that was who it was when, it, when before Biden came in office. Right, and this is how dumb people are. People in Louisiana, just because you don't know people that have died from it or who have gotten sick, that some people still think it doesn't. It's not real. <laughs> you know, just like, like I told you, people, like I said, they go with the norm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. People don't care no more. People, right. I mean, people don't care. You know, right. saying I'm gonna die. Okay, I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna take everybody with me. That's how we think. That's what I'm saying. The world is or changed. they're just like, oh, it's all, it's all a bunch of life. like. Why would, yeah. why would the whole world make up something just to fool you? You're not that special, you know. But if you want to go, go by yourself. That's how I go. You know, what I'm saying yeah. if you want to go. Go with by yourself, go in a corner, go with your friends, go hang out and kill yourself. Right. You know, that's fine. But leave me out of it. You ain't you ain't giving me a choice. You're right. It's like wearing a condom, that's how I put it. But they don't care. I know. They don't care. This is different this is a different time again. People that gave up, they don't they oh they just go for anything, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's the do you talk about this kind of stuff, like, in your rap? Yeah, I talk about that. I talk about issues. I talk about hip-hop. That's what they don't like about me, because I talk about hip-hop. I don't talk about people. I talk about the music. Okay. So that's what my songs is about, talking loud. I'm not talk, calling nobody's name. I ain't calling nobody out. I ain't doing none of that. It's about the music, you know what I'm saying, and trying to, trying to educate young people on what hip-hop is. My main thing is educating the, the, the we got a misinformation out there. And nowadays, now I see there's a lot of brothers, the people that's coming out and speaking up, you know, and I'm glad I started that because I was the one that started that whole thing. And everybody's now is starting to be a thing now. And like they're fixing to open up the, the hip hop, the Universal Hip Hop Museum over in, um, South yeah. in 2023. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I thought they I'm hopefully I'm gonna go back home. I'm gonna oh. go back home and go hopefully for the grand opening. And like I said, and hopefully that the stories gonna be told. The true story of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Because what they telling is not the truth. Right. And and then and that's my show. My show is about telling the truth and exposing the truth. And did what they said is not the truth. I grew up there. I was. I went to the shows. You had to be in it in order for you to know. 
That's how no. come I know. It's not mine is I was there. I went to the show. I went to the DJ battles and I went to the to the to the to the uh to the breakdancing battles. I went to if you didn't go to the breakdancing battles, you didn't go to the DJ battles, you didn't know where the next show was gonna be. Right. The graffiti was but now then I forgot about the I left out the graffiti. The graffiti is the main main thing about hip hop. They don't talk about that in the documentaries. Again, they leave out a whole lot of stuff that I'm upset about because I'm saying, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. They went straight to the MC. The MC didn't come to the table till till like four or five years later. You understand? Right. It was the first. It was the DJ, the, the break dancer was battling first. The group, the the the. the the, the, the graffiti artist was battling first. The DJs was battling first. They started battling. It wasn't the MCs. Everybody thinks the MC the battle started no, with the MCs. It the didn't MC start with like, the MCs. Yeah, no. It started with the DJs. Yeah. 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 There was a DJ. Yeah. You know what's, what was going on? From Louisiana. She comes in. Oh. You know what I'm saying? My partner's in the house. My okay, partner. No, so he's going to talk to you in a minute. But, yeah, I have a show, and that's what my show. You've been on my show, and I thank you, and I'm honored. Let me say that before I get, before I go. I'm honored to have you on my show, for supporting my show, and yeah. I'm honored to be on your show. So let me put say that first and foremost. But, um, and, um, yeah, so my show is about, um, is about um, allowing all the underground artists that's not on popular radio, a chance to come on there and co-host and um, interview on the show, and I promote their music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And and they get a chance to talk about their music, talk about their brand, what they're doing, and uh, talk about current events. Then we got people that talk, that, that uh, promote their products, their booty products, and you like for you like DJ personalities like you. You know, um, like I, um, I had uh, some of the soul, though, some of the major players in hip hop from the beginners. If you know about uh, Cheryl Pearl from Sequence, if y'all know I about that, yeah, I had her on my show. You know what I'm saying? So I had, huh? I I didn't catch who you said. I wanted to make sure I heard what, what the name. Cheryl was. Pearl. Cheryl Pearl from Sequence. The okay, rap yeah. group Sequence. Yes. One yes, of the okay. first female rap group. That that was on Sugar Hill Records. Okay. Funk you up. Um, well, you were the '80s, so you you was a little bit. You was born. No, I I, I, heard, uh, I know sequence. But you know about rappers delight though, because you were '80s baby, so you know about rappers delight. You yeah, I know about sequence too. You was number three. You was nothing but yeah. When rappers delight, you was born when rappers delight was came out. Right. So, and, you know, but let me tell you, know you like. Well, let me tell you a little bit you know about. Y'all, you know yeah. about LL Cool J and Run DMC. Sure. Yeah, that's about yeah, but, that's but, about age group. Right, yeah. but this so it's kind of weird how I like kind of got into it because you know as you might be able to tell I'm white and I'm from Denver and like my parents they they listen to all kinds of music they listen to Motown they listen to reggae but it was older stuff you know because they were obviously my parents but um, I started watching um, I was like a latchkey kid my parents went to work and I had to walk to school it was like a block away but. This is the '80s, so like I said, you know, it was different, like you said, and so. No, it ain't it was, different. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, you named all the 
the, all the fathers of hip hop. You just named all the groups oh, that you to listen to. See, well, James Brown. Yeah. yeah, James Brown, like you said, James Brown. You understand Prince? You understand yeah. me? Uh, Parliament. You know what I'm saying? Rick James. And all all the people started hip hop. Yeah, hello. Say it again. Oh, the reggae. What about that? Say it again. Peter Taj, uh, Bob Marley. Hip-hop Jamaican, hello. Wait a minute. Hip-hop is Jamaican. The brother that started hip-hop is from Jamaica. Right. Hip-hop is Jamaican, Caribbean, and African beast. You don't know. They don't know nothing about hip-hop. They don't know nothing about hip-hop. That's why I have my show. Well, they're fitting to learn. So. <laughs> and that's why I have my songs. I have songs. We're coming out with a mixtape called Take It Back to Hip-Hop coming out next month. And then we working on my CD, solo CD that's coming out called What Happened to Hip Hop. That's coming out, and we coming out with some new, some some. We gonna send you some more songs. We coming out okay. with some new songs. Working on that. I just um, uh, built me a small studio in my house because, like I said, right. the San the buildings are shut down here, so I can't lease a lease a rent a, um, a building. So I have built me a little small studio, so I got all the major stuff that I need for the tape. So I'm on here making beats with me and my partner here, Pete uh-huh. Sinister. And let, yeah. So I'm gonna get on, let him get on here and get on here and let him, let him holler at you. No, yeah, you leaving? Yeah, that's my other half, Pete Sinister. Yeah. yeah. So that's, uh. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait. Let me, let me, let me, let me slow down so you can do your promo right. And then, uh, so are you leaving? And then, and Sinister is no, going to talk to you? I'm not going nowhere. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm just making sure. And then also, how do people contact you if they want to promote, like, if they're a hip-hop artist that's underground, that's, like, you know, talks about these kind of things in their raps or whatever? How do they contact you? They can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as the OMS Posse. OMS Posse, okay. Yeah, that's my Instagram page is on the OMS Posse. Instagram, okay. Twitter, and Facebook. Hit all me right. up on one of those, and you can and you can get on my show, and you can and you could uh, co-host and interview on my show. My show is every Wednesday on Blackout Radio. So it's every Wednesday. This Wednesday, matter of fact, the next show is this Wednesday coming up, June 9th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're on the East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, it's 1 o'clock. If you're on the mountain, if you're in the mountain, it's 2 o'clock. And if you're on Central Time, it's 3. Okay. okay. You can also listen to it if you can't call in and promote. You can listen to it on Block Talk Radio at the same time at 4 p.m. on Block Talk Radio. So yeah. you, then you could, then your music is getting played worldwide now because Block Talk Radio is a, is a, is a station out in the UK. So now you got, you hit Ray Blackout Radio. You got you got plug in you worldwide. Okay, right. so haters that don't want to call my show and say you hating on OMF, go ahead and hate because you ain't hurting me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's my promotion right there. Uh, Hip hop one on one. You know what I'm saying? So I teach you the game. You know what I'm saying? So like like I said. So like I said and. The telephone number, your call is 319-527-6196, and you send your music, MP3. Everybody send their music, MP3. 
Because you ain't going to get to play it if you don't send it MP3. So make sure you get your MP3 and you send it to my Gmail at redheadron48 at gmail.com and I will play your music on your show, on my show. I can text picture. And that's another thing, marketing and promotion for free. You ain't got to pay for this. Send your picture and to go with your music. So, number one, you can't promote yourself without having a face behind your music. So, there you go, marketing right. and promotion. Yeah, but it's it's been cool for me watching it develop as I've grown up because, like, it used to be so taboo, right? Like, yeah. if you said you like rap music, people would look at you funny or treat you differently. Yeah. But now yeah. you hear it in commercials, you hear it in the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Them same haters. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Them same haters. Because when the hip that's how it was in the beginning. When hip hop started, black folks didn't like hip hop. See, they don't put that in the documentary. Nobody black folks didn't like hip hop. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I couldn't play that in my house. My mom said, "Don't play that garbage in my house." Uh-huh. No. But when I came back after I went home, went overseas. Oh, like I didn't, oh, I didn't let you know that I went overseas. I'm a decorated military vet with medals, with medals. So I went overseas, and okay. I was in the military for six years. And I came back. My mother was playing Public Enemy in the house. Oh wow! Like, yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because like black folks did, black folks always hated was the haters from the beginning. They yeah. hated the white folks, and and Puerto Ricans was the one that. That that's why the Puerto Ricans and the and the white folks uh, still love hip hop to this day because right. we the ones that ruined hip hop. We sitting up there arguing and killing each other, you know, saying over some over some words, the stuff we started again. Yeah. So that's what that's I'm saying. It's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. That's a whole different show, you know. What I'm saying yeah, that's what I talk about for on my show. I talk about the issues. I talk about the music again. I don't talk about people. I don't talk. I don't name names. I talk about the issues. I talk about the pe- uh, talk about the music. You right. know what I'm saying? It's not so personal. Like, right. So, like, I don't know if you if you you follow like Bone Thugs at all. Huh? You know, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah, I love okay. them. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so yeah. Busy, I think it, it was Busy Bone. Maybe yeah. um, he was on a, on a show on a radio show yeah. talking yeah. about that the, 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 he had a letter from somebody who went to a meeting for like radio and, and music executives like back in the early eighties probably <clears throat> and um, I don't know he had no reason to lie and the guy had no reason to lie whoever I mean wrote the letter but he was all saying how at this meeting they basically like did like an eyes wide shut thing they made everybody blindfold and drive there so they couldn't see where they were going. When they got there, they had to sign a document saying they wouldn't tell anybody what happened at the meeting. And basically, the meeting was to tell people how they had a plan, how they were going to use rap music to basically promote violence within uh, the black community, specifically with black men. And they were going to push this, like, gangster rap image and, and, and type of music to sort of like they're in cahoots with the prison industry. Well, we had a choice, did we not? Mm. I guess everybody has a choice to a certain extent. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We had a choice. Just like 30 years ago, we had a choice 
than to keep hip-hop in the community and keep it here in the streets and then to sell it out to the record company. And some point it. it gets bigger. We than you it. see, we ain't nothing. Ain't nothing what you're talking about now is what they did back then. The money is just bigger now. It's right, just a right. business name. They sold out hip-hop way before. You understand? Right. That's what we, we, like I said, we could have another show on that. You know, yeah. and we could have, we ain't got enough time. You know? you know, we could have another show on that. But like I said, this didn't happen just now. Oh, no, okay? no. This didn't happen in the early yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But shit, but like I said, that was what? Back in the 80s? It's just, yeah. They stole out hip hop back in 79. 77. Yeah. Hip hop yeah. was first. Hip hop was called rap first. See, they right. got it twisted again. It was rap. You had to have rap skills, rap flow, and talent to make hip hop. The DJ was the only one that allowed you to get on the mic because you had to have rap skills and rap flow to get on the mic, first and foremost, okay? That was big. So this is what happened. They didn't want to do that no more. The the rappers didn't want to battle no more, okay? They didn't want to do that no more. They said, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to make hip-hop. So that's what happened. Hip to the hop to the hip. I'm not dissing rappers delight now. Don't get it twisted now. That's what happened. They went from yo blah 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 blah, right? And then it went from went from that to hip to the hop to hip to the hop to hip to hop to hop. Now brothers in the hood said, "Wait a minute, that's not hip hop." But the but the popular people liked that song because it was a popular song. Okay, but the the hip-hop community didn't like that song. That's why Grandmaster Flash and the Fierce Five dissed them in their mm-hmm. records and into the beginning of the songs they made in the beginning. They were dissing Sugar Hill Gang because they said they were some fake rappers, which way they were. If you well, yeah, one, about, of them, one of them didn't see, even write his own rhymes in that song. Right. And he, he didn't write the wrong yeah, name. Yeah, it, it was a DJ again. It was a DJ. see the MC again. They're not telling you the truth. It was a DJ that wrote them lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. The DJ was the first rappers and the first MCs. They don't tell you that in the documentary. Right. <clears throat> the, first, the first rappers, the DJ, like you said, was the master of songwriting. He's the one that said, throw your hands in the air, wave them like you just don't care. He's the first one that set a flow, right? Hello. Right. Yeah. So how the MC, you see, you see I'm saying the MCs are arrogant. They're arrogant. Yeah. They came to the party late. And then it was the DJ that told them how to float to the beat. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't, how the, how the MC go? The MC was on the corner of freestyling. You remember what I just told you? Mm-hmm. Hip-hop changed. That's what it went from. They sold out again. It wasn't that big-time money back then because it was big-time money now. It's big-time million-dollar business now. But it's the same concept. They right. took, they, they, like you said, they, you, they came, like I said. Oh, we don't want to talk. Wait, yeah. we don't want to talk about public enemy. We don't want to talk about like the power no more. So we said, okay, we're gonna have, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna put. But they put the drugs in the in the community first. Then they came up with gangster music. You didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like when you were born. 
the drug, the crack came in. When you was born in the 80s, you were 80s, so you came in right crack came in. So they brought yeah. the crack in, and that's when the gangster music came in. So Busy Bone told you the story. I mean, well, his, he told you the story is correct. Because that's exactly what happened. They brought the dope first. They brought it, put it in the, in, the, in L.A., and dropped it in L.A., and... And they had the brothers selling, yeah, they selling drugs in L.A. and went from, yeah, they went to the drug trade, and that's when they made gangster music because that's what they were doing in L.A., behind the drug trade. The right. drug, the crack, that's what they're doing. Um, it hasn't all fully come out. And that's the way it came out. Busy, but, yeah, but like you said, when you told that story, that's exactly what happened, but it started with the, the crack. They dropping the crack in L.A., and then they came up with that gangster music. They had the whole plan, like you said. They had the whole plan, like you it's said. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yes, yes. It's just like a few people. Yes. Like a handful yes. of families that, that run. And we felt, for the, but we felt for the okie dunk. We felt for the money when we all And you say, you say, Both. you know, you say we have a choice. No, I'm talking about people. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm, I'm saying, like, the the thing is though when when it started and this is how things happen like this when something becomes bigger than than you can handle that that you can't rein it in you know what I mean when people like catch on to it and it starts like more and more people know about it after a while it, it's out of your hands you know but we had a so, chance we had a chance to stop it before people didn't want to do it anymore like I said it went it went from us laughing on the block like I was telling you well, it, it started it out with us laughing on the block right we was laughing on the block and then we came up with this thing called battle so that's when we was over there just blabbing with each other just talking about each other's clothes and how they look and everything but here's like, here's like a like and a, then, like a like a psychological or like a, a philosophy type question, should it have been stopped? Because should it's have, done. Should it have, should have, I didn't hear you say it again. Should, should it have been stopped? You said that, you know, you could have, they could have stopped it. But should yes, it have they been stopped? Yeah, they could have stopped it. Let me tell I'm going to tell you how we could have stopped it. But, but why? What, what, I mean, there's, <laughs> like, I, I see what you're saying, but I'm also like, has it, developed so much like in the past 20 30 40 years that is it now like totally a bad thing does it help people in some way it's totally it's, out of control everything ain't all right is, is everything all right no no but I uh, uh, do all we all get way. along wait a minute hold on do we get all get along absolutely not and there's been like oh several. wait a minute america beautiful is america no. beautiful Oh. No, and it's not great again either, but I'm oh, like, this is a great country. Is the greatest country in the world? The most, the richest country, but not the greatest. No, I'm just saying, like, there's, there's good and bad. That, like, you can't, in retrospect, say, yeah, we should have done this, we should have done that. But there's also no. I'm saying we should have. No, I said no. I didn't say that. No, I, I said we could have. Like I said, if we just kept the thing just being fun. And just and just doing it like we we started out to have fun. We wasn't talking about making no money. Ain't nobody was talking about making no money. It was when, like I told you, I just told you what happened. Yeah. I'm not I trying understand. to diss nobody. I'm just telling you how it happened. We were sitting up there laughing and joking and 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 talking about each other and came up with this stupid thing called battling. Okay, it was a stupid thing. It was some dumb words. Okay, right. so that's right. what we did. 
But so next thing you know, the DJ was on there. Next thing you know, the DJ was was came up, flowing on the mic. And next thing you know, they he allowed uh, people was he was the people would come up there and 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 um and and re, um what you call it audition sit up there and tell them and started busting raps. And then next thing you know, they got them on there and they got to rapping. And then next thing you know, the DJs went around. Um, uh, uh, New York City, um, rapping. That's what the DJ started the rapping, went around the, ran around New York. It wasn't the MC again. The MC ain't see again. The MC, like I said, the MC ain't telling you the story. The DJ was the one that went around, first one get, first one got paid for rapping was the DJ. Right. Okay, cause they the ones that knew how to rap first, okay? So they was the ones that went around, got paid first. This is before Rapper's Delight again. This mm-hmm. is before Rapper's Delight, before the before the breaks, okay? There was the DJ that went around, and I went to the shows again. I don't know what the, know where the where the show was at and everything, and I went to see them, okay? And I could tell you the name of the person that went, that was was um, rapping. Mm-hmm. There was only two. Well, it was all, one was a DJ and the other one wasn't a DJ. I forgot. He was just a rapper. The other one was a DJ. The other, his name was DJ Hollywood. He was the first yeah. rapper. He was the first rapper to get paid on the mic. See, again, they don't tell you the story again. Okay? The only way I know that because I went to see him. I used to pay $10 to go see him on 48th, 43rd, and 8th Avenue at the, the Hotel Diplomat back in the day. And it was a DJ. Again, it wasn't no MC. It wasn't Curtis Blow. It wasn't Grandmaster Flash. It was none of them people. Again, they came late to party. Again, like I said, see, I got a different story. See, I'm the one that could see. I'm the one need to get paid. I got the documentary. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I got the true story. Because I was, I went to most. Of them. I didn't go to all of them. I'm not going to say I went to every event, but like mm-hmm. I said, I met the majority. And then the DJ battles. Guess where the DJ battles came? Right around the corner where I live. Right went right around the corner from the high school I went to. Ask Grandmaster Flash. Ask DJ Red Alert. Ask all the DJs that used to come down to where they used to have their battles at in Brooklyn at the Biltmore on Flatbush, on, on Church Avenue between Bedford Avenue and Flatbush. Ask somebody. I used to spend $10 and go watch the DJ battles. It wasn't no MC. It was the, it was the DJ and the DJ was battling each other and Grandmaster Flash took all their money. He was the undefeated. Grandmaster Flash, the undefeated DJ. He's the best DJ ever. So I think I heard Sinister in the background somewhere. <laughs> we were talking. Huh? Is Sinister still there? Huh? Sinister, still there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on. I, I, yeah. Think, I, I think I heard it. Yeah, he's there. There you go. There you go, right here. That's oh. my partner in crime. Okay, how you doing there? Good, good. So we still, um, how long have y'all known each other? Oh, we've been knowing each other for oh, we at least about twenty, thirty years. Wow. Uh you know, we've been we've been doing music uh off and on. We uh kinda got serious within the uh you know, last couple couple years and start putting putting together uh masterpieces and you know we you know, work working together with different different artists and doing shows and uh networking and you know, things things of that nature. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have a couple more artists. I have Mr. Sack. He did a song called Dummy Dummy. I've been working with him for uh, you know several several years. I got another artist named uh, D. Rowland. He just uh, put out a song on uh, YouTube. Uh, it's under Sinister Music. P S Y N I S T E R and then Music. You you can check out some of his music. And tell them about your magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I also have an R&B and hip-hop magazine. It's entitled Straight Up Magazine. It's an R&B and hip-hop magazine that, uh, you know, caters to the music industry and uh, advertising, branding, and, uh, you know, modeling and things of that nature. So okay. uh, if anybody, yeah, if anybody want to advertise, they can, uh, you know, contact me at straightupmagazine at yahoo.com. That's all one word, straightupmagazine at Yahoo.com, and I can send them the information about how how they can get in the magazine and uh, promote their products. Yeah, they can they can also uh, um, contact me on social media at um, at Straight Up Magazine One. That's my uh, Instagram, and they can you know find find out everything that's going on with me, the uh, shows that's coming up, and uh, you know the magazine and uh, things things of that nature. Okay, so the uh, magazines. I'm just curious, do you print it out only, or do you do like an online version as well? Yeah, this this is a physical mag magazine and it's uh distributed to select stores uh nationwide. So I have a uh I have a listing of all the uh stores that is uh distributed to when you uh you know go to go you know go to my Instagram. Have There's you, pages uh, in there. Okay. Have you have you considered going digital? Yeah, like recently. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the next step, but but now now I just basically basically wanna 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 get it out physically. Right. Uh, then, then I'm, then I'm, then I'm working on digital, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, I know, like, shows, they're just now starting to do shows again in certain places. I don't know about, like, California and, and where y'all are at, but, um, I know a couple people I've talked to on, on this show, they've been not doing tours for like a year and now they're just starting to again. So that probably goes hand yeah, in hand with putting it in Matter of fact, we do it. Yeah, we do it. Yeah, in San Francisco, they haven't, they open it up, like I said. Starting Jan, uh, June fifteenth, they gonna open up everything. So we okay. doing a, a we uh, the uh, old man Posse's doing a show at Juneteenth. Um, okay. The preparation for the emancipation of the slaves down south. So mm -hmm. we doing that day before uh, Thanksgiving. I mean not Thanksgiving before uh, Father's Day. Yeah, mm -hmm. the day before. So we doing that Saturday. Yeah, so we were. That's nineteenth. Yeah. That's the nineteenth. Yeah. For those who don't know, San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, in the Fillmore and, district. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, we like, we like, um, Dre and Easy, because he's the one okay. that taught me how to rap, right? He used to laugh at me, right? He used to laugh, and he was the he's the producer. Right, and he used to sit up there, and he used to be in the studio, and he used to laugh at me, telling me to rap. Right, so that's so we like Dre, and we like Dre and Easy. So that's we like cool. tag team. You know, what I'm saying he produced, he has, he's the, the 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 man behind all the music and everything behind all Met Posse's music, all Met's music pieces and music. Everybody's mm -hmm. music, and he's got dope music. I mean, dope beats and everything. He's going to be selling his beats soon, too. We just got so, like so a So, Sinister does the beats? Yeah, he does yeah. all the production. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of beats, beats and whatnot. Now, you know, I've, I've, I've worked with a lot, a lot of artists, uh, rapping for Forte, uh, Too Short, wow. uh, wow. Sugar Free. You know, wow. I've, I've 
JT, the bigger figure. You know, a lot of Mac, Mac, Mac Maul. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm basically putting, uh, putting out my, my stuff now because, uh, you know, I did, I, I don't work with a lot, a lot of people. So now it's, now it's time, time to put our stuff out and, uh, you know, man, make, make history. Yeah, he a dope rapper too. See, they don't know. They don't know. He a dope rapper. He got a lot of hats. Yeah, he got a lot of dope music too. He got, he got a lot of, yeah, he got a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's just that people hate Yeah, they just not letting us perform and stuff like that and do in the Bay Area. They hate knowing us over here in the Bay Area. <laughs> they are. Too. Yeah, we got two. I got out the Bay Area and I do all kind of stuff out the Bay Area. Yeah, we got. Well, we done did shows with the legends though, and in, in hip hop though, yeah. so we we well known. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We well known. We done did stuff with 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 um with Mac Mall, and we did with Nesta Farrell, the, the his um, E40's protege. We done did yeah. stuff with all kind of people. We've been on tour. We've been to Vegas. Been all over. You know what I'm saying? So they know who we are. We got a video on. We got a couple of videos on. On on YouTube, I did an interview with Didi uh, Walker live show. Mm-hmm. She used to have all kind of people on there. She had an actor on there tonight. Right. She interviewing an actor. We got an interview with Shag. We got a, we're going to Shag's show. Shag's fourth. He is a up and coming comedian. Yeah. yeah, that's the new. We yeah, going to a show on um, yeah. this Thursday. So we doing that. We networking. We doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? We're getting our work out there. Yeah. So is all, no these, all these, all, I'm sorry, is all these, all these new songs on uh, YouTube? You yeah. yeah, you can find them on all digital platforms. Right. He's rolling, got his new new song, like he said, on he YouTube. Rolled, yeah. Hit that up. He's got a new dope song, Mr. Sack Dummy Dummy. You know what I'm saying? You got yeah. um, Talking Loud is on there. It's up on digital. It's on Disco Kid, too. It's on um artistic hit and yeah. baby. I got him on. It's on YouTube. It's all on the digital yeah. platforms right now. Yeah, so check, yeah. Check okay. out YouTube. Uh, YouTube slash Sinister Music, and you can check out all all the music. Uh, yeah. you know, it, it it has a link links and all that. So P S Y N I N I S T E R music. We all on YouTube now. Yeah. We all on YouTube. You pull up all of my posse, you get our music too. You get my interviews too. My interviews is on there and everything. They got, I just looked it up the other day. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's like old school, uh, like. Uh, yeah, she got three of them. She got Misunderstanding and Anna Poppet. She's an R&B singer from Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've seen that. She's, uh, so someone on your label, like, uh, or with your group? She's one of the left. She's one of the all the posse members. Okay, okay. Yeah, we have a bunch of independent artists that that bring something different to the table. So we now, do everything. We gospel. We got. We do gospel. We trying to start our own record label. I'm trying to start DLP. Um, I finally got my license and everything. I have everything. I just have to, like I said, I got to get me a building. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. What, I what know. kind of license I'm do you need for that? Like, for, like a distributor's license? A LLC, LLC license. Oh, and then okay, you have, okay, okay. Then you have to be uh, registered in San Francisco, whatever city you're in. Yeah, LLC is easy to get. I can oh, okay. get that. Yeah. Yeah, so I that's what I got. So they sent me the taxes and everything, and soon I start uh, getting me a bill and everything, then, they, then all the paperwork will go through. So now, all of that yeah, I do think you'd need some kind of distribution certificate certificate or something yeah. nowadays. Yeah, I license my stuff too. See now yeah, I can license yeah. okay. I hate like yeah. I, I like how easy it is to put music out now. I hate how much red tape there is. There's so much red tape. But like like when I say easy, I mean anyone can put like their song on whatever, you know, SoundCloud, YouTube, you know. But then if you want to, like, actually distribute it, it's it's a hassle. You know yeah. what? You know what? Look at Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy came up. That's what he taught everybody. That's why everybody's on the yeah. internet. Yeah. Because Soldier Boy, they made that damn song, and he, he only got to make records no more. He makes music. Him, so he, so he, he produces records for these. I'm on the artist side. He produced music for Drake. Drake, yeah. He produced music for um for for Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. You know, yeah. Talked about him. They talked about him. How he stole out. Yeah, they call. You remember they called him a sellout. You remember? You remember they called him a sellout when he first came out. Yeah, they called him a sellout. Yeah. Because he went on YouTube and and did it himself and and made money. And they got mad at him. I was like, was, yeah, and his music is not like that. And now everybody's like, on the internet making yeah, money. But, Look at all the people making money off the internet now. Right. Uh, whoa. So many people that? come up from SoundCloud. Disrespect. Though. Disrespectful. That is called. Dis- ungrateful. Again. The same thing I was talking about. We don't, we forgot. It's way different. It's way different too now because back, you know, not too long ago, you had to like go to a recording studio and pay to do that, and then you had to pay to get your record pressed or pay to get your CD pressed. You had to go and like swap and give out your mixtape. You had to drive around in the, you know, trunk of your car, have all your big CDs in there. Nowadays, you can just hit a button. (laughs) You know. That's right. That's right, and we still doing it. Always still doing it. We still doing it, right? right. And we right. still what's old? What old about that? We still doing it. Right. Are you still, still getting your records the, pressed? Yes, the rules are still because nobody, because Master P taught us. He right. said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, no, no, no. You gonna yeah. give us what we want? Forget that. You ain't. We ain't asking yeah. for nothing. Yeah. You gonna yeah. wait a minute? Hold on, no, no. Right. We got the talent." We got to know this is what you're going to give up right. or we're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's why Master P got his stuff right. He said, no, I'm bringing the music. I've distributed All you got to do is just, just, just promote it. That's it. That's all you got to give you 20% and just get out of my face. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's what he did. But look what Master P is. He a monkey. He a They talk about him like a dog. Black folks talk, man, we just, we hate us. Master P a billionaire. What you hating on Master P for? Because he made you know, listen to him. Look at all the people that didn't listen to him. Oh, yeah, Master P shook my No, he didn't. Uh, he gave you a million dollars. What you wait? Yeah. <laughs> money. Right. I heard about the people. All these people used to talk about. I'm not. He gave him money just to be on his record. Gucci. He gave him money. Talking about Gucci man. Remember? Yeah. They used to say he was retarded with his ice cream. Yeah. Cream. They, they, they <laughs> talked about him fucking with him. Yeah. They talked about him. Look at him now. He was on the cover of. Uh, he was on the cover yeah. of Hughes the other day. And look all that he made bootleg movie that made millions. Look all the bootleg movies he made. He came up off the off the um off the uh cell phone. What was that movie? Got the hookup? I got the hookup. The first oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Right. Look how his millions of copies he sold on that. He sold his everything he touched turned to gold. And they hate him. And you know, I, another thing too is like I remember whenever Eminem came out, that was whatever that was two thousand maybe. They just said they hated on him. But look, no, see, that. I've never been like a big Eminem fan. But I, I the thing I was speaking on, it was like he was, you know, the the main only white rapper that people could could name. Like there weren't like hardly any. Nowadays, it's not really even a thing. Like the kids, because I have kids, they, they don't think anything of it. You know what they was mad at Eminem for? Because he came out to air his dirty laundry. Yeah, he he talked about all the abuse and everything. Right. That's why. Yeah. Half that. Right. Eminem yeah, is a just, dope he, rapper. He like, You're crazy. He just he yeah, wants, like Eminem is a dope rapper. Right. You're crazy in him. He's he the best rapper out right. there right now. Yeah, Ain't yeah. nobody better than Eminem. You crazy in <laughs> him. Wait a minute. Eminem is dope. He was, yeah, he dope. Hey, but he they got mad at him because he talked about, he broke, he came out the closet and told all his skeletons right. in the closet. Talked about, talked about how he was raped and all kinds of shit. You know what I'm saying? How all, how his mama had him in the crack house and all kinds of shit. Talked about his mama. Talked about every, and then that's when the white folks got talking about it like Kristen House and Lara. And all of them Britney Spears, because they didn't like it, like no white man coming out there telling no telling the scholars it. They was the white folks that was mad at him. It wasn't no black folks at first. It was the white folks that were mad. Yeah, but it was all the white folks that were buying his records too. Yeah, yeah, they ended up buying his records because he came out like Elvis. And then he opened. Did he not open the door to all the abuse shit coming out now? Wasn't he the start of that shit? Hello, the women came out with the abuse and all that shit. Bill Cosby went to jail, and and now they got um, R. Kelly up in the jailhouse. They got a bunch of charges on him. You know what I'm saying? Is he in jail right now? Eminem opened the door to a whole lot of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, intentionally or not. But is R. Kelly in jail right now? Oh, yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, yeah, he's doing it right Yeah. You know, I... It wasn't me. You remember that? It wasn't me. Right. It wasn't me. You know, I got to say something on that because it's like whenever the hashtag Me Too stuff started coming out, right? I was like, I know they're not going to come after rappers because, like, 
how are you going to say that a rapper said something that sexually harassed you or something? Like, you know, I'm thinking back, like, you know, two life crew and all this, like, you know, whoever, if Tupac, Dr. Dre, you know, it doesn't matter, Biggie, you can't, you know, that's, that's the essence of what it is because you're saying whatever you want to say. You're like, you know, there's no real censorship. There shouldn't be. But, you know, it's a different time now, too. Because you know what? You're supposed to wait. Hip-hop, you're supposed to rap about the situation, not mm-hmm. be about the situation. That's what ruined hip-hop. Don't you understand? Hip-hop yeah. is about talking about the situation. You rapped about the situation. Rapped right. about how I came up in the hood. That's how I did. You know what I shot? Ooh, that's how that wait. Hold on. But then you have, then you have people like, like, uh, what's the name? Six nine. Then you have the ones that perpetrating the fraud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The ones that can't call themselves gangsters and they never shot nobody. Okay. Then they ruined hip hop again. Okay. Because yeah. this about is like, fun. Kind of like a, a landmark too, because when six, I yeah. said this on other episodes, but six nine was the first rapper that officially came out that I can recall that said, I'm actually a fake gangster. None of this is real. It's all a lie. I, I could never recall that happening in the history of anything before he did that. Because no one would, like, it, it seemed like everyone would clown him and their career would be ruined. But he's still out there making music, and that goes hand-in-hand hand with what you were saying about times are different, <laughs> you know? But I too, but I too got, got, got permission to say what he said, okay? Because he, he, bought, he grew up in the, in the hood. He grew up, he's from Compton. Yeah, but he was a, like a, a, a straight A student but, that was going to architecture school and all this. He, but he wasn't right. Like, he was a he was, he went to school like I said. He didn't come from no gang. He right. from as you said, he was an educated. He educated, right. but he could rap. He could bust flows. You understand? Mm-hmm. You're just like Eminem. Eminem comes from a trailer track. Yeah, he comes from, from humble beginnings, and they got mad because he 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 rapped about that. Yeah, I I'm think sure really, I think really why they really got mad, honestly, is because he was helping push uh, black music out into mainstream. That's a damn lie. Mainstream media. Yeah. Well, a damn lie. Name he so? got a bunch of black folks on his record label. He got fifty cents. No, no, he no. I think, you, I think you heard me wrong. I think you heard me wrong. I said that he pushed it out into mainstream media. That his, not, not, not intentionally, but his presence and everything was a boost that got white people buying rap music in, in you know, by, by the millions like never before. And that's why it was so lost. And, and then to think about it, black folks gravitate to the music because he's an MC. And in hip hop, you see what I'm saying? There's a popular, there's two different genres. There's the hip hop community and then the popular community. Right. The public community don't give a damn about what Eminem saying, really. All they care about is the music, okay? Now, the hip-hop community, Eminem is a legend. He, hmm. man, he just, man, I ain't nobody could touch him. I don't know. I have my own opinion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I feel like he's, like, okay. And I feel, I, I don't, like, his music isn't my taste necessarily, but I do think he's, like, skilled. I do think he has... Like incredible talent, it's just not he, like something I'd sit down. He don't talk. To. He don't talk about what you talk. What he talk about? He talk about different things. That's what yeah. hip hop was. Everybody had originality. Eminem don't yeah. sound. Eminem don't sound like nobody but Eminem. Right. Well, I remember talking about how people from the West Coast. See, people they like Prince either. People that black folks they like Prince. 
I remember that. I used to play Prince of Monaco in my damn. I used to play Prince of Monaco. Yeah, they people didn't that. black people didn't like Prince. They didn't feel yeah. Prince at all. Love. Same thing with Lil yeah, Wayne. If you want to go way back. Thank you. Know? you. Yeah. I played Lil Prince Dubs Cry. How you ain't gonna listen to Dubs Cry? Man, that was the soap song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still sing that song all the damn time. They play. I play one on two. I play the old school shit. They play with Prince all the damn time. James Brown. Man, you crazy. My favorite Prince song is Seven. Oh, okay. Song. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you like you like lost steam with that. You had so many. <laughs> you had so many Prince songs. Like I yeah. said, black folks didn't like Prince because they didn't like that type of music. You know, right. regular black didn't like that type of music. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't yeah. feeling. You know what I'm saying? But like, you think Michael Jackson helped help propel Prince into the the mainstream? Man, Prince. Prince. They don't know. It ain't no hip hop without Prince. Prince had a lot to do with hip hop. You see what I'm saying? They don't know. They don't know Prince had a lot to do with hip hop, man. It's just money behind hip hop. You tripping. They don't know. This time was all over the place. <laughs> he's, he's, um, man, that brother was talented, man. He died too young, man. We went out with yeah. the drugs, man. The drugs kill us every time. All our mates. Do you think there was anything behind that? Like, do you think that someone was behind his, his death? No. no. Drugs. That's our downfall. Straight up. That's yeah, our downfall. All the major people that look at DMX. He had. That, he I was, thought they were saying that. Yeah, he was. He should be a legend. He should be. Wait a minute. Dude, I just cried. I cried. Yeah. I cried. Talent again, wasted talent. We got brothers out here, like I said, that be on my radio show. Can't get a damn, can't get their radio, can't get their song put on regular radio. DMX is all over the radio. Can't freaking feel it. Man, he had. Oh man. Yeah, DMX but like I said, I'm not trying to put him down, but I'm just saying we no, always no. our downfall. Drugs is our downfall. They gave us them damn drugs. We didn't have to take them. But look, same thing with um, like, same thing with what um, with what's his name from from um from from the Temptation. What's the name? Um, one that got it was got on crack. Oh, and yeah. the other one, David Ruffin. David Ruffin. Okay, yeah, I was about to Google it. David Ruffin, Michael Jackson, same thing. Whitney mm-hmm. Houston and yeah. her daughter. That is a crime. That I don't understand crazy. how there ain't no damn criminal investigation on that damn How both oh, of them really? died the same way. I still, I don't know, something wrong with that picture, man. Well, they give us, out, they feed us alcohol and they feed us drugs and they yeah. take our money. They, they, yeah. they. They, they 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 get these young people at young age when they they tell them not to go to school no more again. That's they don't know how to count. They don't know nothing about uh, copyright. They don't know nothing about um, copyrights and royalties. They don't know nothing right. about that. They got tickets for fifty dollars, but we gave away. But like I told you, we could have we could have we could have stopped it way back and not take that fifty thousand. And kept the music with in the hood. I like guess. I guess what I'm saying. Like, to I'm not trying again. to. Yeah. Right. 
No, I'm not trying to put him down. I'm just telling you a fact. We could have we could have said, no, I don't want this 50000 I just want to keep the music in the hood. The break dancers, you see what happened to the break dancers? They, they yes, went, they started doing break dancers, next thing he was on TV. How, many, how much money them youngsters got for doing that shit on TV? Breaking. Hey, remember the movie Breaking? Yeah. How many think you said how much money you think that them people ain't living good? Them kids ain't living good. No. I was gonna say, um yeah, Black Rock who just had to they money, they told him, yeah, let's take this fifty. You see what they did? So they gave it to young people. Young people ain't got no money. Young people don't know about no value of a dollar. Okay, they picked young people. They didn't go to the parents, they went to the young people. Yo, look, we're gonna put you on T V. Take this five hundred dollars. Man, five hundred dollars, man, damn. I go over here and get this and that. And that's exactly what happened. The same thing they did the credit floor, they gave them fifty thousand. Fifty thousand was a shit compared to what they make now. Where's the credit flow now? Ask him where he's living. Oh yeah, where he living. And he was on TV the other day. He had a show. Matter of fact, they all coming out. Like I said, I I opened them, opened them, kept the Pandora box. He got all these rap, all these old school um, rappers and MCs coming out and telling how they got robbed. They telling the truth now. Curtis Blow got a got a got a got a got an interview on um, on um, YouTube talking about his relationship with Russell Simmons and Def Jam. Mm-hmm. And run DMC, listen to it. They all coming out. The story is being told. Yeah, the true hey, story of hip getting ready to be told, I'm telling you. Did you follow the deal with uh, Megan Thee Stallion, her contract? That was like last year, I think. Oh, that's a whole nother. No, 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 no. Slow down, because listen, because she had a deal yeah. where she had signed a contract with somebody who, he was. she was the only person on his label or whatever you want to call it. He basically told her he would be her, her uh, you know, manager. She signed some contract when she was, like, 19 that was, like, he was getting, like, 40% or something of her residuals and her royalties. And it was, like, ridiculous. The only reason she got out of that contract, which she did last year, is because the judge ruled that it was, like, such a ludicrous contract, that they were getting so much of a percentage that she was able to break out of it. Um, yeah. And I, it sounds so, to me like you're not at, a fan. It sounds like I'm just picking at, up on nuances and stuff but i like megan like she's talented too and it's just like the yeah. different kind of music sometimes you want to listen to like pimp c sometimes you want to listen to most stuff so she's more like pimp c you know what i mean she's more like i want to party and get laid whatever you know but you see what you said you remember what the age you said they got she they he got at what age you said 19. 19. Again. yeah they're vulnerable okay she don't know about no contract she didn't know about no 40 percent she, all she wanted to do was make them make some money. She, all she wanted to do was put her music out there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, go to taking the care of the grandma. And, and when we, yeah, yeah but yeah. when we, but when they go to the artists, what are we, what, what, what is our, what is our ambition to get our music and music out there, right? Right. We ain't thinking about no 40% and we ain't thinking about that. We ain't thinking about no, you know what I'm saying? We ain't thinking about that. We're thinking about just getting our music out there. So they, that's what they, that's how they get us. That's how they suck us. They said mm-hmm. she loves music. She don't care about this 40%. I'm going to take this 40% and just give her this $200. And 
And, oh, he's and like, hey, baby, I'm going to make you famous. You're going to be worldwide. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You remember? Like, you got a 19-year-old that's no longer going to go to school, okay? If she was going to school, she ain't going to longer go to school once she get a record contract because she ain't got time to do go to school, okay? Yeah. You understand? It was a but plan. She, she was, I you know, no and you can... No, I, I ain't got no problem, no rapper. No, I ain't got no problem, no rapper. I ain't got no, no, I ain't got no problem, no rapper. Don't get I think when you have a platform, though, like when, like how I do and how you do, where you're talking about it, you're educating people, like by virtue right. of you doing it, you know. So that's that's a good thing too, because like even now, it's mostly like where I live, because I live in the Bible Belt. You know what I mean? Uh, there's a certain stigma attached to it to where, you know, people ask me, like, what I do or what my hobbies are or whatever. And I say this, well, I have a podcast on hip-hop or I DJ, like, rap music or whatever. They're like, oh, you know. <laughs> there's still a stigma attached to it that, you know, hopefully maybe by us talking about it, it can be, you know, just educate more people about it. But But then it's like, well, maybe you don't want everybody to know about it. Like you said, maybe it should be on the low, you know? Yeah, it's a, just the love, man. It is the love of the art, man. Just, you know, just just um, build, but make music to build people and not look people. You know right. what I'm saying? There's stuff going around that, that we need to be, you know what I'm saying? That's all, man. Just Yeah. I think I'm when I'm picking songs that I'm going to play when I, like, do, like, mixes or whatever, I'm not as careful as I should be about, like, vetting out stuff that could be, you know, harmful. Sometimes I just want to play what's popular, but, you know, just maybe I should be more careful, you know? I didn't know you were out of Louisiana, but now I know. Yeah, I've been here 16 yeah. years now. Okay. It's been a long time. I'm pretty yeah. much a native, yeah. <laughs> I had a couple of people from Louisiana. I got a lot of people from down south, though. I got them yeah. all. From from Jackson, Mississippi, I got them all. All them, I got a. Full I'm like a, I'm like a, an hour from Jackson. Yeah. Where I live. So, yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of people on my show. Cool. And get shout out to you, Troy the Show uh, Radio. Shout mm-hmm. out to you. Shout out oh, to. Uh, shout out to Black Deer for sure because Black Deer, Black Deer, so without a yeah. Black Talk Radio. Shout out to Pizza, to OMF, Lovely yeah. Tamara, uh, Mr. Sack, D. Roland, the whole posse. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the hip hop community, keeping hip hop alive. Yeah, oh, I got a show. I got a show coming up on June 19th, on Juneteenth, for the for the um, for the emancipation of slaves down south. Celebrating that on the um, June 19th in San Francisco, open outdoor festival. Well, so we do, we doing, um, we doing, we performing. Where's that, where that at in San Francisco? Where at? Fillmore, the Fillmore District in San Francisco. Okay. That's what it was, Fillmore District. All right. Yeah, it starts at 2 p.m. The show starts at 2, 2 p.m. So you got to get there too. But it's gonna be a whole festival, so it's gonna be two days. It's gonna be Sunday, but the rappers and everything is gonna be hip hop. is gonna be on Saturday, so that's yeah, why Father's Day they gonna do gospel and stuff for the for the for the um, old folks. So they gonna do that <laughs> Sunday for the old folks. So they gonna do gospel 
Sunday, so Saturday is hip hop. So um yeah. So yeah. And um we uh don't forget my show is on Wednesday. Call in um on Blackout Radio at four PM Pacific um Eastern Standard Time on Blackout Radio. The number is three one nine five two seven six one nine six. And like I said, hit me up on all my party on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All and right. You want to be in the magazine, hit up Straight Up Magazine. And get a piece of and catch you up with the magazine, send your bio, send your songs, and we put you in the magazine. It'll be coming out in a couple of months. Yeah, you want to do some music with us, hit us up. You can hit us up again. You can hit us up with uh, Straight Up Magazine. Cause he do all the beats, so yeah, you want to make some, you want to need some beats. Hook him up, he'll hook you up. I'm saying he makes some dope music again. So we we coming, we got new things. We coming, we coming out. We finally coming out. Took us a while. Check out my music cause I'm straight from the grind Cause I'm the all man posse and they the straight up production We're all up in your jams cause we're all up in your functions This is what we do when we come in with our flow Come in with the music, come back to let you know Cause we straight from the underground, all up in your town Lyrics so fast and we ready to clap Cause you suck at MC, so loud hip pop Cause you're jumping out the box and dancing a lot They talking loud, they ain't saying nothing, they front They so loud hip hop, they talking loud. <laughs> 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 <laughs>